Good morning and hello. Well, it may not be morning where you're at. It's 6.52 a.m. here in uh, central Minnesota. Uh, The 25th today, 25th of February, 2021. Uh, Shit's getting better around here, let me tell you. I got uh, 22 degrees in the car, and that's 40 degrees warmer than it was about a week ago. Maybe a little over a week ago. I don't remember. But uh, we had three weeks of polar vortex, and you guys were uh, definitely... uh, The rest of the country got really bad weather. Uh, Thankfully, here in Minnesota, something to be very thankful for is that we are set up for very inclement weather. Uh, Unfortunately, the rest of the country is absolutely not. And they definitely proved that. But why would you be? Why would you put all that government money into infrastructure and snow plows and all that stuff that you never need? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's very unfortunate. If you're from that part of the country, God bless you. I hope you're doing okay. I hope everything's all right for you. Um, yeah, just bad news, hey. But anyway, today... I wanted to touch on a couple things. Uh, Any of you wondering how my rat situation is doing? Uh, If I've sent him to the fiery depths of hell or not, I have not. Um, Yesterday, I went in there, I cleaned up all the shit that he's been gathering, all the chicken feed. And we, we feed our chickens table scraps, so you know there's leftover bones, leftover this, leftover that. That all this stuff is is piled up because he he or she piles it up and saves it somewhere you know kind of a pack rat type deal and they, and they get it in a spot that only they think they know where it is and they can come get it whenever they want i'm guessing it's a female that's pregnant that's saving a bunch of shit for when it has little ones and i really really hope that it's not a pregnant female because i think there's only one on the property but I'm not sure. That's all I saw in the snow, according to my snow tracks. That's all I saw. But that or it has little ones and it keeps going to get food and store shit every night. I don't know what, what the deal is with that. But anyway, so I took a, you know, I chewed into the side of our old school two-holer shitter uh, chicken coop that no longer has two holes for pooping in. Um, It chewed into the side of it, and it was getting in that way. So I may have screwed myself over. I put a couple sticky glue boards in one of the egg baskets and put plywood in front of one of the egg baskets to ensure that a chicken does not get on a glue board. Well, then the next day, I put a piece of plywood, tilted up, you know, kind of like a triangle, like it's leaning up against the wall, screwed it to the wall that way, and put a glue board under that. So I had two different glue boards in there. The one glue board it didn't touch at all. The other one had a bunch of sawdust on top of it and a little bit of rat hair, and it was not moved whatsoever. Uh, That's kind of a bugger because, you know, these below freezing temperatures, maybe the glue boards don't work the way they're supposed to. I don't know. Uh, I should probably Google that. I don't know. But anyway, so what I did is I took a two by four, just a little hunk of two by four, right where he chewed through and put it in one of the holes that this real ambitious son of a bitch 
chewed into the side of the chicken coop. So I covered that up and I was in hopes, there's kind of another hole that looks like the rat chewed to either get out or in. Maybe it didn't complete it, I don't know really, but it looked like a, a rat might be able to fit through that. And I thought, well, if the glue boards are inside there and I got two of them in there, you know, this son of a bitch, he's gonna get it. Well, he didn't visit the chicken coop last night. I went in there and just kind of checked it out. I was hoping to, you know, get the, you know, it was about, I don't know, 3.30 this morning. I went in there and I was in hopes that I was going to grab this rat out of there, throw it in the frickin' garbage can and wash my hands of this situation. But, no. I don't think he visited last night. There was no food packed anywhere. Not Nothing going on. So he probably got to that spot, that or he didn't come at all, probably got to that spot, saw that the wood was there, tried getting in, was like, well, piss on this, I'm going in the barn. He lives in the horse barn, so I may have to divert my project over to the horse barn. I was kind of hoping to do this in the chicken coop because I can kind of contain the areas that I put uh, my traps and I can block them from the chickens. Uh, you know, the dogs don't go in the chicken coop area or in the chicken pen at all. We have a uh, four-foot-high wire around the thing with uh, a... It's just a steel posts with four-foot-high wire. It's about 120 feet by about 50 feet. And by the end of summer, it's all bare dirt, usually. Uh, sometimes we, we will block off a part, let grass grow there and then let the chickens pasture on that and block off a different hunk. It's, it's this kind of a rotating pasture system that we have for the chickens. Uh, we let them get it down to nothing. I mean, the grass seed, you just kind of toss it in there anyway, it grows, and then you get weeds and stuff, and, and the chickens eat it all. Uh, I also throw grass clippings when I mow. Like, I'll, I'll let them sit there for a day. Some bugs nest in there and everything. And uh, what I'll do is I'll take the grass clippings and I'll just toss them in the chicken pen and they just like, they love that. They eat all the grass clippings and all the bugs out of there and everything. And they, they really think that's a heck of a deal. So anyway, now that I went off on that bunny trail, uh, no rat. I don't really know how I'm gonna get this son of a gun, but it is what it is. I'll keep on that and I will definitely keep you posted. As soon as I catch that thing, I'm gonna make a podcast and I'm probably gonna be drinking a beer in celebration. Uh, and it's probably gonna contain a lot of alcohol in that beer, just because I'll be very happy. All right, on to the next thing. Today I wanted to talk about brooders. Brooders. A brooder is an area that you have a heat source, such as a, uh, they use these infrared heaters, or you can get a heat lamp, or just a light bulb socket in a box, and you throw a light bulb in there and keep that bugger on, and it keeps a warm area for your chicks when they hatch, or when you get them in the mail, or pick them up from your feed store 
or whatever, it's an area that they stay warm because they can't sit under their mommy. Uh, so, and it's not summertime. So, here, let me take a drink of this awesome coffee. Right now we're talking about brooders and I have a few ideas as to how you can get brooders. We're setting our brooder up in, a, in our house this year for these quail that are gonna be hatching scheduled tomorrow. Um, and my wife is on a horse group because we have horses, we have several horses. And she put on there, hey, looking for stock tanks, it does not matter if they leak or not. So she got a shit ton of messages back and we got four huge horse stock tanks that leak, but they will be perfect for chicken brooders. So I'm really happy about this. Uh, the one that I put in the house for safety reasons is a steel one. This is the one that we're gonna have the quail in. You can also split your brooder, like put a wall in it. You know, if you get a big enough tank, you can put a wall in it. So, like, say I have quail on one side and chicks on the other, chicken chicks on the other. Um, I heard you're not supposed to have quail and chickens together. So, we have another tank. All I got to do is take one of those plastic tanks. We got three plastic tanks and a metal one, all for free, because they leak. And I'm really excited about this, you know, getting them for free. We got... We can also put garden in these things. I mean, just crazy, crazy deal. We can garden in these. We can do a lot. So we have the metal one downstairs, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a heat lamp on it. And I'm going to rig this heat lamp up so that if it were ever to fall or a cat were to hang on it, uh, this is going to be in a room, by the way, that the cats can't go in. But, you know, if a kid does something stupid or a weird animal gets in there or somebody falls over you know so we don't start a fire in our home so i'm going to rig it up so that it unplugs if it if it comes if it if it moves or comes down at all beyond a certain point i would rather have dead chicks than a burnt down house and i'm sure you're probably on the same page and you may be asking yourself why the hell does he not do this in the barn well, at first, I wanted to do these quail inside because it seems like every year during March and April, yes, the temperatures start to warm up a little bit, but we tend to have some of our biggest snowstorms in March and April. A few years ago, we got, what was it, 18 inches of snow in April, like second to the last week of April. Uh, it was a pretty warm storm, um, kind of weird. We had like a light tannish colored snow and that was from a dust storm in Texas, believe it or not. Sorry to go on that bunny trail. But in your brooder, I have to get back on track here. In your brooder, you can use different watt bulbs. I'm going to be using a 250 watt bulb one foot off of the floor of the brooder at the first week. The second week, I'm going to move it up to 14 inches 
the third week, I'm going to be up at about 16 inches. The fourth week, they might be coming out of the brooder because they might be fully feathered. When they're fully feathered, you can take them out of the brooder. Now, chicken chicks will be in the brooder much, much longer. For like the first week or two, it's good to have it a foot off. Then, you keep moving it up an inch every week. And then eventually, you'll have it there. It'll be, you know, 20, 24 inches off of the floor of the brooder. And you'll see them start getting feathers. Once they get fully feathered, you put them wherever their chicken pen's gonna be. They'll be great. Uh, I would not free range the young ones. People do that. Let me go back on that. It's up to you whether you free range the young ones. I just think the young ones are so easy to catch that I would be a little bit more worried about predators. So do with that what you will. Anyway, um, I was watching a YouTube last night about my Shire Farm. You should really check this dude out. He's kind of intense, but he's a really, really cool dude. I ordered 25 eggs, he gave me 30. So that's the kind of business person this is, and that's the kind of people I like to work with. Very intense dude, but you know, he's, he's awesome. And he was showing his brooders. He doesn't use like the heat lamp style. It's just a light socket that's drilled into the side of a, um, a steel, what looks like a stainless steel giant sink. And he's got these fiberglass mats and wood shavings down on the bottom. And he's got these automatic waters, automatic feeders. Very good job. He puts a hundred chicks in each brooder and they're not that big. They're all quail, by the way. And he's throwing them in there. This is a pretty neat operation. You should go on YouTube, My Share Farm, and look at the brooder setup. It's pretty neat. I wish I had brooders like that. I, I don't know, I might have to set me something up like that if we end up doing a, a, uh, a poultry business of sorts. But uh, for right now, you know, these stack tanks and all the heat lamps that I bought from Runnings and the backup light bulbs and all that happy shit, I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, you know, whatever works for you. I also noticed that people are using clear Tupperware totes as brooders. You know, if they have a few quail or something, or your chicken chicks, whatever. You can use whatever you want. Uh, I made like a area of the barn and I just put plywood on its side, you know, two feet high. When the chicks started to kind of perch and jump around and stuff, the chicken chicks here a few years ago, that worked freaking great. I mean, by the time they were going into their own coop, I had their own coop made for them. But by the time they went into that thing, I mean, they were happier than heck, you know, and, you know, looking pretty good. So anyway, good, happy, healthy poultry. Uh, they all start in your brooder unless you do it all El Naturel, which, hey, hats off to the people that do that. I, um, I'd like to try that someday, you know, if we ever get a Brody hen and a bunch of chicks. Uh, I think I might try that someday, you know, getting just just marking a few eggs, letting the hen lay on them, and seeing how that goes. Anyway, I love you all. Thank you very much. If you do want to connect, I do have uh, Poultry Homestead Podcast 
on Instagram. I'm not a very good Instagrammer. I don't really like it, but I'd like, you know, if you want to connect, go ahead. Give me an Insta. And uh, my email, Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. I would love to talk to you. If you want to be interviewed, I would love to interview you or talk to you or give me a buzz on my phone after a few emails, whatever works. Um, Also, I just noticed that my podcast made iTunes. Really excited about that. Super happy. If you could, could you rate my podcast on iTunes? Uh, I would really appreciate that. That that would help me tons. Uh, Talk to you later. God bless you. I love you. Thank you for listening.